Hello everyone, this is Sebastian with Culture Reviews here again for episode 2. And for episode 2, we are talking about Bakuman. Now, probably a lot of you don't know what Bakuman is. Now, don't, conf- don't confuse it with Bakugan, which is another anime of- and another story. Bakuman is a um, completely different topic, completely different manga, completely different anime. Uh, published in 2008, started publishing in 2008, and anime in 2010, started in 2010. It's created by two of the biggest mangas there is on the industry, uh, and those are Itsugumi Oba, which makes the story, and Takeshi Obata, which makes the illustration. Now, if you don't know who they are, and probably you don't, or pro- I mean, if you're just passing by, you probably don't. If you know about anime, manga, and you're as cultured as me, then you, you might know who they are. But is there's definitely something that you know about them. These two created Death Note. Now, you don't know what Death Note is. There is a Hollywood adaptation on Netflix for Death Note. There is a whole anime on Netflix. And um, there's also a, a live action, a Japanese live action. So, you should know if you know... Who, if you know Death Note, you should know that Bakuman is probably pretty good. But if you're thinking that on a dark story, well, that's not the case. Bakuman is pretty great. Bakuman is, is pretty light-hearted compared to Death Note. I personally own all the volumes. I have it at home. And just simply because they're great. But what is Bakuman about and what makes it so great? It's, well, it's a manga about how to make manga. Uh, it was created with that intention and is realistic on that on that aspect. Actually, uh, the main editor on Shonen Jump, which was published, has said that even though it has some dramatization, the manga is a pretty good example of what the industry is like. And even if you uh, don't believe that, if you go to Peace Media website, uh, there's a and you go to the FA question, FIQ questions, or section. Uh, you will find that they list Bakuman as a, way, a great source for information related to the manga industry. So yeah, it's it's a manga about uh, how making, how to make manga, and it's pretty well done. It's, it's pretty great. Uh, the story centers on two middle schoolers who decide to be mangakas, uh, and how the story progresses from there as they want to accomplish the dream of having a manga, and um, getting it. Animated, so the one of the main characters, Mashiro, can get can get married. While Takigi, which is the other main character, that's just his dream to make manga. So both they both get together as they both have um, weaknesses. One is really good at making stories; the other one is really good at drawing. And they put their talents together to accomplish uh, those dreams. That's what the story is mainly about. Um, and mainly focus on Mashiro and Takagi, but there's other characters around there also looking to be manga artists and uh, others that are in the industry like want to be uh, seijus, you know, bo- voice actors. And it's just pretty good to see every character's development from the start. They develop. It's a coming-of-age story. It's a shounen, a coming-of-age, a drama, um, a slice of life and a comedy and it's, it's all of those to the core. The manga is pretty great on that aspect. It shows you the romance. It shows you the coming of age as they all grow together through their life, which makes it the slice of life, you know, every and everyday basis. Well, not every day, but, you know, every important instance of their life. 
And the comedy is just right off the bat great. It makes you laugh a lot. Um, the story, the manga has 20 volumes. Uh, all 20 volumes are in English. I personally own all of them. Like I told you, they come in a box, so you can buy them separately. Uh, and over the 20 volumes, there's 176 chapters uh, of the manga. The anime, on the other hand, the anime has three seasons, which have 75 episodes that covers most of the manga. It covers it to the end, but there's a couple of arcs that they skip, and you can watch it on Hulu. And it's only sub. There's no, there's not a dub. Apart from that, they have a live action movie uh, from Japan, uh, but there's no other adaptations of the um, of the manga. Now, what are the ratings? Personally, I see the recommendation rating on a seven out of ten, while the quality rating is an eight out of ten. Now, for the quality rating, let me let me explain. The design. The drawings, the art of the characters are great. Uh, Obato-sensei makes a good job, as always, just as he did with Death Note. He does in Bakuman, he does a great job, and it's just incredible. But at the start of the story, unfortunately, if you have seen Death Note and read Death Note like I have, I also own the manga, you can see a lot of similarities, and it still feels like it's a little bit... Uh, Death Note like the art at the start. As the story progresses, you know, it's, it goes through years of publication. It, the art changes a little bit. It becomes more like its own trademark. And it, you can see the art being Bakuman's art instead of being just similar to Death Note. Although, of course, being Obato-sensei, Obata the creator of both, well, the, um, the illustrator of both, uh, you, of course, it's going to be... You know some similarities because it's, it's his art, it's his style, but he changes that a little bit as the story progresses and it feels more natural, uh, a more Bakuman uh, art, more than a Death Note or a Death Note lookalike. As for the story and chap and characters, uh, and characters, um, Oba Sensei does a good job. The story never falls under a, a seven uh, point or a seven out of ten scale. It never fails. On that aspect. Uh, but. There's a problem. Some of the arcs are 7. While some of the arcs are 10. Now. Overall the story is great. Because if it never falls out of 7 points. It, you're never bored. But. You have. Story, you, you know that discrepancy of having a 10. And then falling to a 7. Makes it a little bit. Uh, harder to watch as the story progresses, and especially towards the end of the of the anime and the mangas, where it drops a little bit more, as it feels like a little bit uh, drag on certain uh, certain arcs. Uh, not many, but certain. Uh, apart from that, the characters are, are great. They're likable. You want to root for them. Takagi and Mashi are hilarious to watch, but they're also very entertaining as they fight for their dreams, fight for what they want, and how, you know, they want to to accomplish that. You know, they're hungry to accomplish their dream. It makes you feel like when you're a kid and you, you you know, you had that dream and you wanted, I don't know, be a football player, be a basketball player, uh, be a writer, be a Formula One driver, whatever you wanted to be when you were a kid, it, it kind of feels like that, you know, when you were going to training and practicing and, and trying to improve. It's just the same feeling. So for the quality of the anime, 
Uh, the anime does a great job uh, capturing the art of uh, Obata-sensei. It, it just does a great job. The story, like I said, the anime, like I said, the anime had uh, skips some arcs, but they're not fundamental arcs to the story of Mashiro and Takagi. Uh, so it doesn't hurt much of the plot. It, it doesn't even hurt it. As a person that watched the anime first, it just felt natural. So the anime is a pretty great adaptation of what the the manga is. It's a A1 adaptation. But still, all together, as, as I said, the quality is an 8 because certain story arcs fall under the 7. Uh, trademark, especially a couple that could have been, in my opinion, a little bit more interesting. I don't want to give, you know, the whole basket... Because I want you to watch and read the manga and watch the anime. Uh, but, you know, there's a story or two that are just a little bit out there. And I, I agree it's probably for the dramatic, dramatization purposes. But I, I enjoy that before that, they, it was a more realistic manga. And then it took a little bit out of, you know, a little bit more fantasy than anything. But it was still a fun story. It was still fun to watch. It was still entertaining to watch. And it was still great. Uh, and that's why it gets an 8 out of 10. Uh, for the recommendation, uh, the reason the point is a 7 out of 10 uh, on recommendation of, let's say you already watched it, and you want, you, know, you want to recommend it like I'm doing it right now on the podcast. The reason it's a little bit hard to recommend is because um, it's about a topic that even though if you are an anime lover, if you're not interested in manga, it's going to be hard for you to get hooked up on it. You know, there's some people that just watch anime and they wait for their seasons to come by. But there's other people that watch anime and then they finish the anime. And there's still manga out there. And, and then you go into the website or you go and buy the volumes if they're licensed. Or you go and go to Escalations to, to find what happens next. And you fall in love with, with the story. And you want to keep going and keep going. And you follow it weekly or monthly or bi-weekly, depending on what story and what m- magazine they're being published. And if you, if they're not doing that, they're just going to look at it as, as maybe uh, pointless to watch on a way. And it's hard to explain, you know, if, if they are not interested in what the manga industry is like and they just want the animation uh, it will make it a little bit harder to recommend to somebody that's like that. Now, it's even harder to recommend to a person that is has never seen an anime and never read a manga in their life. That's one. Uh, two, the anime feels a little bit more um, male-oriented. Although it has... Romance is a big part of the story. Especially on Mashiro's side of the story. Well, Takagi also has pretty good love stories. They both you know love these two girls and they go through their troubles to marry these two girls as the story progresses but Mashiro's story in this case is uh, uh, his dream is tied with the with the ability to get married with with his girlfriend um um uh, Maho I think that's the name uh because they both promise that if they want to to be to get married they have to both First, Mashu has to get an anime adaptation for his manga, one. And two, 
she has to be a famous seiyu or voice actress. Uh, and she has to be the one that voices the main heroine of the story. So Miho, not Maho, Miho, sorry that I made a mistake over there, uh, make this promise with Mashiro and, you know, the story follows that. Now, on the side of Takagi, uh, Takagi, as he's trying to convince Mashiro to become his partner, he kind of, uh, not seduces, but he kind of sweet talks with uh, Miho's best friend, uh, Miyoshi, and kind of implies that he likes her. Now, they go to a bit of drama, the star is not pretty big, and it's actually pretty funny, um, and they start dating together. And as many things happen through the story, they get married, and, and she's kind of the... Just like uh, uh, Miho uh, is like their support on the shadows, you know, as Mashiro's constant drive comes of wanting to marry her. Uh, Kaya is the opposite. Kaya, uh, well, sorry, Miyoshi, it's Miyoshi Kaya. Um, is there with them, you know? She sees them work together. She goes to the to their office. She helps them when they are running out of time to put the screen tone on the pages. So she's more on the spotlight, helping them on the manga. Apart from that, uh, the editors, uh, other characters are hilarious to watch. They're pretty good, and they're pretty interesting. And they all have their own stories as well with their manga, cause as you also follow them. But some of these characters are very, um, how you say? Like there's uh, Hiramaru, which is hilarious. He, he's hilarious, but he's for comedy purposes. You know, he has every now and then drama, uh, some drama, and he falls in love. Um, but it's it's hard to relate to him a little bit. Because he's very, he has a lot of fantasy in the concept of making manga. Uh, on the point that he's tricked by his editor to keep producing manga forever and ever. That's basically the idea. Uh, second of all, is like it says, very male oriented. Um, you know, if it has a constant rivalry and and the way of men to do stuff. You know, way there's a line I think that says. Uh, there is dreams that men have that women can understand. And I think it's pretty old school. The manga, I believe, they quote a lot of uh, old manga, such as a, well, an anime, Ashita no Joe, which is a boxing anime from the 80s, I think. Um, and they're very, like, old school on that concept. I'm not saying it's not, you know, it's not sexist or anything, but it's very male-oriented. Uh, and on an old way, on a very uh, Japanese way, we could say. Apart from that, uh, demographics being shown in uh, feel very main mainstream, but it's still it's a very uh, cultish uh, story. Like I said, uh, it's a mainstream versus cult. Uh, I would count count it more as a cult, even though it has a shonen demographic. And the quality. Uh, being an 8 out of 10 gives it, you know, the ability to say, well, if you have watched these animes are good, this anime is good. But there's nothing, nothing that you can compare Bakuman with. There's no other anime out there that is like Bakuman. There's no other manga out there that is like Bakuman. 
and it's pretty much a, a one and only. It's a very special and very singular anime and manga. And that's why my my recommendation rating is a seven. Because it lacks of... of uh, comparisons or other similar work. And it's very main... Very... It feels very men-oriented. Uh, marketing. If you, le- if you understand what I'm saying. Uh, but it still is a pretty good story. It's still a pretty good... Uh, love, comedy, slice of life, coming of age story. And a shonen story. Uh, sometimes even feels like a sports manga. Apart from that, it's some funny beats about the stories that actually some of the characters that are seen on the manga and the anime are, are taking inspiration based on on a lot of real life people that work on Shonen Jump. The story one, the story instead of calling it Shonen Jump, it calls it Shonen Jack, and they want to you know the Jack being the the biggest magazine, and they want to get published there. And a lot of the characters from the Shonen Jack are very similar and they have related uh, similar counterparts on the Shonen Jump in the real life. Yeah. Apart from that, there's also a lot of uh, mention of other animes and mangas. Like I said, they mentioned Ashita no Joe, they mentioned Dragon Ball, they mentioned Bleach, Naruto, One Piece, uh, and many, many others. Uh, mangas out there, they even have reference to other uh, mangas. Uh, or animes that have not been published on the Shonen Jump, they have, but they have been pretty famous. I think there's a line where they say, if there was a a, a car boom or something like that, a car uh, popularity, something like that, I can make a motorbike. I can make motorbike uh, popularity, popular manga. And I think that's not personally. I think that's not to Initial D, if you know what Initial D is about. But Altogether, story is great. Uh, it's it's fairly easy to recommend because he has the his previous work of two great manga guys. He has you know is and their work is pretty famous. Uh, it's is 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 fairly uh, uh, simple to watch, pretty easy to follow. And it's a pretty straightforward story, and it's 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 lovable. Uh, to follow the characters are beautiful uh, on the story on design and it's just a great story overall and it's not a waste of time so i hope you go watch it and you'll like it and if you like it let me know on my twitter uh, at cultural reviews all together with a big c and a big r um and just you know let me know so i have I hope you liked the episode and I hope I see you in the next one. Thank you.